So Zak the Gemara, well, it's quoting the Mishnah. It said, Chayav Oif, right? We said that Chayav um, Oif, um, Ha. that if they're already in your possession, so then hatsadan pater, if you trap them, they're your pater because it's already in your rishus, so it no longer needs trapping. It's already uh, done. And however, if you do, you, you uh, right, make a maka, you're making black and blue mark on the chayana, if you're going to be chayev for chavala, and now the Gemara is going to continue, um, no shaykhis to that, uh, those words of the Mishnah, Amar Huna. You can write tefillin on the skin, right? You can make parchment out of the skin of a, of a bird. Okay? On a, on a tahar bird, you can um, turn that into parchment. What's the chiddish? The isle are. You're trying to tell me that it has skin, right? Because you can only make parchment or something, parchment is made out of skin. So it has to have art, it has to have skin or it has parchment. Correct Gemara, what do you mean? Tanina chayev. We said you're chayev in the Mishnah for chavala, right? For, for making a mock making a black and blue mark when we explain. The only way to be chayev is if it goes. Ah, good morning. Just starting with two dots. Yeah, kuf ches. Okay, so the only way that you could be chayiv, we said, for chayvel, is making a black and blue mark, is when the blood goes from the basar to the ar. It goes from the, right, from the flesh to the skin. So something must have skin in order, in order to be chayiv on chayvel. So the Mishnah clearly is saying that a bird, since, since you're chayiv for chayvel of an eye, for putting a black and blue mark on a, on a bird, so it must be that the bird has skin. So why do you need to tell me that I could write on an iftar that I could write tefillin uh, parchment, um, on parchment of an iftar if we see clearly that it has a din of R. Amalei Abaya, Abaya says, Tuva Kamash Malan, you know what, there's still what to be learned. The im Masnisen, if I would have just been our mission, Havamina Kivin De Ispe Nikvi Nikvi Loi. So you're right, it has a din of R for Chavala purposes, but since what happens, a bird has feathers, the little feathers make holes in the skin, so if we would think that it's not right to write Parshias of on because it has holes. Kamash Malan, Kedamri Bamarava, like we say in in the Western Shalim, Kol Nekev Shadiyoyeverasalav Ena Nekev, that if there's a hole that the ink will cover up while they're writing, that is considered not a Nekev, and therefore that's the Chiddush of this Brisa. The purpose of this Brisa was not to tell us that the um, parchment made out of the skin of a bird has a din of uh, or has a din of skin. I knew that from the Mishnah. You're right. We're coming to tell me that even though it has little tiny holes, since the ink will cover over the holes, it's going to be kosher to write a parsha tefillin. Mace Reb Zera. Reb Zera asks. The, the pasuk says when it talks about right? It says that the kain he rips right when he does malika on an he rips the bird apart. Okay, and what does he do? The Pasuk is saying that <clears throat> the Pasuk is telling you that you don't need hefshit. That you don't need to skin the yard, but rather you chuck the entire bird, rip it apart, and you chuck the bird on the Mizbeach. Okay, and you bring the bird with the skin on it. If you really want to tell me that the skin of a bird has a status of ar, how could the Pasuk be marba if it's ar? It shouldn't, 
it should require, Rashi said, uh, Tesis explains, it should require hefshet. That it should, we know, but the din is by all elav, and all, all karbanas, that the R needs to be skinned. So, therefore, since we said you throw it on with the skin, it must be, if, if R needs to be skinned, and this elav does not need to be skinned, it must be that the uh, a skin of the eif does not have a din of R, because if it was R, it had to, it'd have to be skinned. So, Amarle Abaya, no, really, Arhu. It's exactly like you said. You said it was a reboy of the crop, Arhu. Really, it does have a din of R, it does have a din of skin, Rachman Arabiye, and there's a special reboy to say, throw it on the Mizbech. Igeda Amri. We have another Lushan to just kind of repeat, we're restructuring the way we asked and answered. We also learned Bichnafav. The Pasuk says that the Kayin tears apart the Eilis Eif with his. Okay, she says of Bichnafav. Okay, that, um, um, sorry, that Bichnafav means that it still has the feathers on it. So you tear it apart with the feathers. The Rabbis is a R. To be Marba, that you throw this bird on the Mizbeach. Okay, with the skin. If you want to tell me that the skin of this bird has a din of R, that is why I need a reboy, because I would have thought hefshit. I would have thought it re- it, you needed to skin it. And the fact that we didn't say that, so <clears throat> that's um, from the fact I would have thought you needed to skin it. And that's why we need a reboy to tell me that you throw it on the Mizbeach. But if you tell me it was never, it never had a status of R, then why shouldn't they have gone on this bech? Of course, you put it on this bech. It's part of the bird. The, the the status of the Gemara is assuming that the status of this outer skin of a bird is either R, it's either right skin, or it would be basar. So the, we're just taking the same thing and switching around. We're saying from the fact that the Gemara needed a reboy, it must be that it was R. Because if it wasn't R, then it would be Basar, be part of the bird. And of course you put the bird, the bird has to be burnt. It's an Eila, it has to go on the Mizbech. So, no, no Raya. Maybe you'll tell me, maybe I'll tell you that the outer layer of a bird doesn't have a status of R, but it's Trichkra, and yet I still need the Pasuk. Again, we go to the holes. Since it has holes on the skin, therefore it's disgusting. And you're, and you're right. It really, it really does have a status of R. Okay? Um, I'm sorry. It really does not have a status of R. And the Pasuk, I need to tell me not that it is or isn't R or that R could be brought, but rather because of the holes. So Kamash Malan, but we end up in the same place, and what we see is that no, it does have a status of R, and um, and um, R goes on the Mizbech because we have a reboy of the Pasuk. Mahu So can one, we're discussing now, we, we got into the Sugi of skins, right? So um, we want to know, Naftali, you could be on the shirts team. Oh, he's not there. He's gone. Black, black screen. Okay. Um, what? Uh, well, can you write tefillin on the skin of a tahar, um, of a tahar fish? Okay. So in other words, can you turn the skin of a tahar fish into parchment? Amarle. So he said, he, re- he responded. Yitzchak responded. Let Elio come and he'll tell us. So my Yav Eliyahu, what does that mean? And Rashi explains that, what do we say? Torah is leva shamayim hi. Eliyahu can't come to tell us 
what the halachic status is of something. So what about teku? So teku means that we've discussed the halacha and we just, we just don't, we don't know which way to paskin, but here we're asking a little bit differently, saying that there, it, the halacha never discusses it. So if the halacha never discusses it at all, then we can't assume that Elio, we have to find the Makarto. We can't assume that Elio is going to come tell it to us initially. So, right? So let him come and tell us if it is our or not. What do you mean? The Islayar. We see clearly that a fish has skin. It says, the bones of a fish, and it's our the skin of a fish, matzilin ba'elames, will save for elames. Okay, so the point is, what do we see here? Atzmais hadog ve'oyray. So we see the fish has R. Now, what does this mean, matzilin ba'elames? That means that if you spread it, right, if you wrap something in fish skin, that will be matzil, since it's not makabel tuma. Right, everything when it comes to tuma is either a conductor of tuma, it's makabel tuma, or it's matzil for tuma. So let's say you spread it out as a ceiling. Right, it would stop the tumah. Okay, that's what we're saying. So it's matzilin because it's not makabal tumah. But the point is, what do we see from this price? So clearly, that the skin of a fish is has a status of R. Ella, so what's the kasha? We you don't need an Eliyahu. We see very clearly it has a den of skin. If it has a den of skin, you should be able to write tilin. Except Ella and Yava Eliyahu, the Yaimar. The concern is that what happens if Elio will come? And we don't know. What, what don't we know? What does that mean? We want to know fish is smelly, right? So we want to know, um, we're going to wait for Elio to tell us it's no longer a halacha kasha. It's a metzias kasha. It's a kosher shayla metzias. Does it smell too much in order, um, it, does it smell too much and therefore you can't use it for tilling because it's mice? Or do we say that no, it's paska zuama? And I heard a shot that it's not a physical kasha. It's a, it's a ruchnius zuama kasha. Uh, you'll appreciate this. That it's a ruchnius zuama kasha. That what happened at, um, the, the Medrash brings down that when Chava, right, when Chava ate from the Eitz Adas, that she got um, zuama, right? That's, that was, um, that there was uh, a, a ruach zuama came into, into Chava, okay? And... And what does it say that by Matan Torah that the Zuama went away? Now, who was a Matan Torah? It was Adam, and it was all creatures. Fish were not there. So the the Shiloh is the Shiloh is. Do we need Elio to answer Ipaska Zuama? That Zuama that came from the Chet of Adam Arishain that that normally left creatures at Matan Torah that was Paska Zuama Matan Torah. So we want to know now, since the fish weren't there, is it Pascha Zuama or not? But the Pascha way of understanding it is that it's a, it's a physical kasha. Okay. Shmuel, just in time for a story. Shmuel Vakarna, we're uh, four lines up from the skinny lines. Shmuel Vakarna, Habu Yasvi Aguda Dinahar Malka, they were sitting on the banks of the river, Chazinu Lamaya, they saw the water, it was like a supernatural event. They saw water. The daughter, the water was rising, okay. And Rashi explains it was signifying that a great event was taking place. The water was rising, and it was also cloudy, which signified that somebody had um, some uh, diarrhea issues. Okay, someone had stomach issues. Okay, so we saw that someone great is coming who has stomach issues. 
So Shmuel and Karna are sitting there. So I'm really Shmuel the Karna. So Shmuel says to Karna, Gavra Rabba Ka'asimimarava. Someone's coming from Eretz Yisrael. Vichayish Bimea, and he's sick in his stomach. He has a stomach illness. Vikadalu Maya Ayudeneis. The water is rising la Kabuli Ape to greet the water. I see the water rising to greet this great person that's coming. Ziltahile. Go smell, right? That means literally it means smell. Smell his keg. What does that mean? Rashi explains that means go check him out. See if he's really truly a a um a chacham or not. Right? So I see the supernatural event happening. That's what I think is going on. I think somebody great is coming. Okay? So you Karna go go check him out and go see if he's if he's really a chacham. So Karna went and he found that Rav had arrived. So he said to Rav, How do we know the only right tefillin on the parchment of a kosher animal? That you can only write Torah on something that is mutter. How do I know that blood is red? Now the Gemara Nida discusses this five times of uh, blood. Could be five types of red, and one of the red is black. So the Gemara is saying, how do we know that it's truly red? Even though it's black, it just got oxidized, right? It got laka, but really it was naturally red. Shanamar, as the Pasuk says, red like blood, so we see blood is always red. How do we know that bris mila is in the, um, right? Is, is it isamakam, right? That it's in the uh, private parts. It says by fruits of Arla. It means, what is Arla talking about? Something that grows, that for the first three years the fruit grows, it has the status of Arla. Also on the person, when the Pasuk says Arla, it means in the place where a person, um, right, a person could reproduce from. Ema Liboy, why don't we say it's the heart? Why? So we see that we use a lashon of Mila by Arla of the Lave. Ema Alznai, or maybe you say that the bris is on the ear, right? Cut off your earlobe. Hine Arla Oznam, right? Because they're, they're, we use a lashon of Arla by ears. So the Gemara says, done an Arla Saitama Mela Saitama. We use a, we, we learn like a Gzair Shava from a complete. Arla to another complete Arla. Okay, we're only going to use a Lashon of, of um, right, because what did it say? It said, um, Levav said, Umaltemes Arlas, Arla Oznam. But what did it say by Arla? Arla Sai. And what does it say by Brismila? It says Arla Sai. So Tama means complete, where we have the full word Arla Sai. That's where we're going to learn the Xerah Shabbat too. So we're not going to learn from the other ones who just say Arla. And even though it's the same Sherish of the word, we're going to go with a complete Drasha. Okay, so I'm... It's Pashat, though, that the bris mila is Halacha Mosh Mishina, how to do it and what to do and the difference, like what things need to be cut, right? Is it? It's the Halacha Mosh Mishina? How to do it? It's the same, like, even uh, how to do Shrita. You know, you have to think right. about how to do it. And... Right, okay. I, I, I don't think this is asking... I think we're just asking Minayan, right? Like, where, from where do, where do we know it from? So, Amalei, my Shemecha. So, Rav, right? They went back and forth, and Rav answered his question, and you know, they had this whole vikuach. And um, 
Rav chapt, okay, that when he started asking this kasha, the guy's coming to check him out. Okay? So Amar Maishamecha. So Rav says, what's your name? So <clears throat> he said, Karna. Amar hey Rav, the typically Karna Be'ene. Rav was not too happy, right? And, and I, I saw brought down that Rav was a, a world-renowned Talmud Chacham. That the Karna should have chapt. Like, okay, you don't need, even though Shmuel Yerebi told you to check me out, like, you don't really need to check me out. All right, like, like, there are certain people that, that are, uh, okay? So he said, typically, carne, you should grow a horn out of your eye, which it did not end up happening. But Lesaif, Ayla Shmuel, so Shmuel brought Rav up to his house, Uchle Nahama Tisari, he fed him barley bread, the Kasa de Harnasa, and some sort of fish, uh, fish food, the Ashke Shechra, and gave him beer to drink, and he would not let him go to the bathroom. Because this was all some sort of refua for his, um, this was a refua for his uh, stomach illness. Rabdin Mechab, Kihechi Delishtalshel, that he should, um, okay, he should be, uh, it was, this was done as a laxative. So Rashi explains that when he withheld the bathroom, it caused like whatever was bothering him to like get blocked up, and then uh, it was some sort of stomach uh, refua. Layit Rav. Rav, he thought Shmuel was just being mitzar him. He thought Rav, Shmuel didn't want competition. Right, Rav came, this was Shmuel's, this was Shmuel's game, and now uh, Rav came, and that's competition. So he cursed him. And Shmuel said, whoever's being, um, and Rav said, whoever's being mitzar me, his, he should not, his children should not live, his son should not live, and that was the story, that even though, even though, Okay, what we're saying is even though um, Rav later realized that um, Rav later realized that, um, that Shmuel was doing it for his own benefit, was doing it for his own good, still, because he, once he had the curse, there was the curse. And the Rabbeinu Hanano explains, he says that what happened here, that Shmuel therefore had no sons. He only had daughters based on this curse. Okay, um, but in the end, Rav was Machabed Shmuel, and like they got along famously as Umar went. But this was the story of Rav coming. But nothing happened to Karna. Nothing happened to Karna. The question imagining, is... I'm just imagining the conversation when he's sitting there and he's saying, like, I really need to use the John. And he's like, it's not funny. I know it's funny. So, so yeah, nothing happened to Karna. Um, Maharusa claims that, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if he saw it somewhere, but he said that because Karna was acting not of his own volition, he was going on Shmuel's Siba, his Rebbe. So therefore, like, what do you want from me? I'm just doing what my Rebbe wants me to do. So therefore, it wasn't really, the curse wasn't able to affect him. I don't know, however you learn these things. Okay. Kitana. So now, this whole concept of where Mila is is subject to a machalik. How do we know that the Mila is where the person reproduces from? Afkan, by Arla, right, the, by the fruits of Arla, we talk about as a place where it grows from the ground. Afkan, Davashar Isa Pri. Diver Yeshia. Ram Nasan Amar, Ainit Sarach. He says, you don't have to come on to it. Arreo Amar, it says, Va'orel Zachar, Asher Lo Yimal, Espesar. Lasa, by Benichrasan Nefeshahi, right? So the Benavitzvah Mila, it says that a Zachar that does not do. Malcolm, Shinikar, Ben Zachar, Son of Kabos. So he says, you don't have to come on to this whole Zayr Shava or Tsushtel from. Arla, the fruit of Arla, it's clear from this Pasuk itself that where is the Arla? That's the Makam that's Nikar, whether a person says Zachar or Nikar. Tanar Banam. Kais vintil and agave or behema. 
A person may write tefillin on the parchment of a kosher behema or on a kosher chaya. Even on an avela or trefa of a kosher animal, a person is able to write tefillin on those. If you've ever seen, let's say, inside the shalrash, they wrap uh, the hair of the animal is wrapped around the parshias. So they wrap it. Then it's begidin. And how do we tie, right? We tie on those, we tie with gidin, sinews. That's the thread we use. Let's say you see that on the outside of the bottom. By the way, that din that the parshius of the tillin get wrapped with hair is Okay, but what's the point here? We cannot write tillin on parchment from a non-kosher animal. Of course, an available or trefa of a non-kosher animal would be, you can't, you can't use to write tefillin. You don't wrap, uh, you know, you can't wrap, even if it's written on kosher parchment, you can't wrap with the um, hair or of the sinews or tie with the sinews. But you, you can't wrap the parshias with the hair of a non-kosher animal or um, t- um, sew it with the sinews of a non-kosher animal. Vizu this one baisusi, the baisusim, they didn't believe in Tereshavah So he asked, one baisusi asked us, Rabbi Yeshua, Hagersi. He asked, How do we know that it's usher to use parchment of a non-kosher animal to write tefillin? The Pasuk says, That you can only write, Teres Hashem can only be written on something that is mutter for you to eat. Elameata, what's the kasha here? Elameata, agave arnavelus trefas al yechsevu. So how could you write an arnavelus on trefa? That is also usher to eat. It's not mutter b'vicha. Amar lei, so Rabbi Yeshua responded, emshel chamashel lamata v'daima, l'shnei b'day adam shenes chayvu ariga, two people that were chayv misa, lamalchus, echad hargu melch, echad hargu is pak liter. Okay, one was killed by the king, and one was killed by <clears throat> the executioner. So, Ezemehem Meshubach, which one is considered more Meshubach? Havayemir Zeshaharga Melech, the one that the king killed, so too, when Rashi explains it, uh, I, have, I don't perfectly understand the Sutel, but so too, that when there's a Behema Temea, it's, it's in, something's inherently wrong with it. Behema Tahira is fine, and it was just killed by the Melech, so it's still Meshubach, right? It doesn't, Ruin it because it's, it got killed by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. The Nebel of the Trefa was a Kaddish Baruch Hu who decided that the animal should die. And therefore, that's why it's different than a, um, any regular animal that's Tame or Tar. It doesn't really answer the question. Now. No. But he asked his question and it says, That's what he's saying. It doesn't really make sense. Well, no, he's saying, so therefore you should eat it, right? So I'm going to have Tara, I'm going to have Tara, I'm going to have so I guess what, what, what you're saying is that it's gen- we're basically saying it could have been mutter except it's dabar mutter perficha except the Torah made it aser. It's not perfect. It's not, it's not perfect. But what we're basically saying is that um, it, uh, it still has a, a status. We're saying it's somewhere in between, right? It's obviously not mutter mutter to eat, but it's not dabar ha-aser. It's something that was a dabar mutter that it just is the technicality that because it happens to be dead, you can no longer eat it. Because if, if this is true, then the, 
movie before, but Ein Sarek Leimer on the Nevels of Trefis of, of, uh, of an well, it is because we're, we're we're trying to basically say that, and again, I don't know why, but we're but the Gemara is trying to say is that the um, the nevela the trefa of the tar animal was killed by Kaddish Baruch yeah. but the nevela the trefa of the tummy animal was like killed by the executioner, so it was never as good of it's it's, it's not as good as the status of a nevela trefa. Oh, because Be'etzim, meaning Be'etzim, the nevela. Is only not able to be eaten because of shechita. But that's in the animal that you are able to eat. It's just the technicality of, of shechita that you can't eat it. So I know, he, but he's actually asking something else. Is, saying, saying, even shechita doesn't always has to be glad. So other, there's other, there's other parts of the process that make it kosher. Right? And then you still can't eat it. And you still have to make salt, so on and so forth. I mean, there's a, even the regular animal definitely still can't eat either. Okay, so. That's what, the, that's what the Gemara says, and that's generally what the Peshat is. That it's some sort of gray area. Okay. It's in between. Okay, Zakta Mishnah. So one may not make brine. There's just a lot of words. This is like a good bracha stuff. We're like, under the gun to get it finished. Okay. Um, one may not make brine on Shabbos. What's the problem with brine? Um, that it's ma'abed. Okay? So um, it, it was used, ma'abed is in, in the tanning process. So they would salt the leathers so we can't, um, make things overly salty. But you can make salt water to use as a dip. You can make salt water in order to put into the cooked food to improve the food. What do you mean? There's, there's no difference. If it's, salt water is brine, right? And we never see that, like by Shabbos, that you're able to do something on a smaller level. It's either mutter or usher. Either you're allowed to make salt water or you're not. So Rav Yesi argues on that. Rav Yesi says, how can you make salt water that's mutter? So what's the way to make salt water? It's very, very complicated ingredients. It's water and salt. Okay, so the way to make mutter salt water is to mess that up. How do you mess that up? What you do is, that if you put oil into either the water or the salt, okay, that will now, um, you know, not allow the salt and the water to fuse properly and you won't end up having salt water. Shemin is able to uh, kind of be a layer there. So either you put shemin into your water or shemin into your salt and then add you put shemin into your water and add salt, or put shemin into your um, salt and then you add water, and that is the way that you could make kosher uh, a, a mutter a, a dip, salt water dip for Shabbos. Okay, and then soon you end up with Mosey's holy cow jalapeno dip. A couple more ingredients. Okay, my comma. So what is Zakta Gemara? What are we saying? That is the Tanakama. It makes no difference whether you, what quantity you're producing this in. If there's a problem, it's a problem. So we don't understand. At this point, we're not... The way I explained it is the way the, the Maskana of the Gemara is going to be. But Was Reb Yesi coming to Maturit or Aserit? Was he coming to say that if you're allowed to make a small amount of salt water, you should be able to make a large amount of salt, of salt water. If you make a large amount of salt water, then you can make brine. And he's arguing on the Chachamim and he's more mekel. Or is he saying, or is he, is being chalik on the Rabbanon who said that one is not allowed to make brine, so that if you can't make brine, you can't make a small amount either. Amr Rabbi Yehuda, the Hatir, must be he's coming to, to Matur. Rabbi Yesi is 
coming to be matter. I mean, the like Katani Rabbi Yisi Iser. I'm only Rabbi. What do you mean? Happens on the safe of Elohim may malachem mutarin. He Rabbi Yisi went through the process of saying, here's how you make good ones, which is mashma that the Chachamim's one are not mutter to make. Miklaud Rabbi Yisi laaser. Hello, I'm Rabbi laaser. Rabbi Yisi was coming to aser both brine and salt water in small amounts or large amounts. We see a brisa like this. You can't make a lot of salt water to put into pickled vegetables that are on. The way they used to pickle vegetables was in a, uh, a shard of cheres. They would uh, put a lot of salt Right, and they would make, um, they would take a cucumber and make it into a pickle. And you can make a small amount. And that is a chachamim shita that they say you can't, you can't have enough salt that it turns into brine. Right, that you're really trying to change the food. That you're you're, you're being kavush. You can have a little bit of salt water to dip stuff in. And a Rav Yesi, to which Rav Yesi says, Just quantity should matter. That's not true. We don't say that to do a large amount is, is Asr and a small amount is Mutter. It, make, it makes no difference. They're both going to be Asr, whether it's a large amount of salt water or a small amount of salt water. How do you make Mutter salt water that you can then um, you know dip your bread into nice and shemenu melach like we explained that you put oil and salt a shemenu mayim or oil and water eventually you take mayim melach as long as one does not start the uh, in- mixture does not the ingredients don't start with water and salt that's a problem but if you put in shemen first into a, one of the ingredients and then shemen then you're going to be fine. You cannot make strong salt water. Right? Again, it's a problem of ma'abe. What is strong salt water? You want to know how, how, how strong salt water, when we said you can't make strong salt water, that means that if you put an egg into the salt water, the egg would float. Like the Dead Sea. The Ka'amamarabaya tre tilti milcha. It's two-thirds, two parts salt, the tiltamaya, and one part water. So two-thirds salt, one part water. That is enough to make floating, to make an egg float. Lamaya Abdila. So what is, what is it used for? Okay, what is this uh, heavy salt water mixture used for? That's for fish brine. So like we said, it all ties together, right? So can't make the strong salt water, you can make the weak one. That is the Rabbanan Shita, the... But, right, and what is strong salt water? That is brine, which the Chacham said is usher to make, like salt water, that is, uh, you know, in heavy in mixture. Tani Rabbi Yehuda bar Chaviva, ein molchen sinayin ubeitza b'shabbos. So we're going to have a machlekes here. Rabbi Yehuda bar Chaviva says, you cannot salt radishes and eggs on Shabbos. Rabbi Chizkiya mishmei da'abaya amar sinayin usher ubeya muteras. And he says a radish is usher and an egg is mutter. So what's the machlekes here? So can you put a bunch of salt on them? One mandamar holds, no, nothing, right? Not for, not for radishes and not for eggs. The other mandamar says, well, it depends. Radishes, salt will actually change it. Kind of like, in a way, the um, brine will change the cucumber and make it into a pickle, right? It makes it into a new food. However, you put a, as much salt as you want in an egg, all you're going to have is a very, very salty egg. It doesn't change the food at all, and that's the machlekes here. Amr Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, Meresh, have a machina puglia. 
Pugla. I used to salt radishes. Why? Because Amina, Afsudei Kam Afsedina, I thought I was ruining the radish by putting it in salt. Since having very sharp radishes is good, if I put in a lot of salt, it'll get rid of some of the sharpness. And um, therefore, it's Nishtana Lagriyus. I'm changing it for the worse. Right? It's now a worse level of food. I'm not enhancing the food. What is ma'abed, the malach of ma'abed, is to enhance the hive by putting salt on it. So since I'm changing it for the bad, so therefore we thought maybe it would be mutter. Keeping the shemana lahadachiyasa ula ramaravim milchi kishri kishri. When I heard that when Ula came and he said that you know what they used to do in Maravim, you know what they used to do in Eretz Yisrael, they used to put piles and piles of salt on it. Memalach malchina. I would not. Then I would not pour a bunch of salt. I wouldn't salt the, my my radishes because we see it actually does enhance. It does change. It does enhance. But when I'm eating a piece of radish, I would dip it in salt because there I'm clearly not changing the food. I'm just dipping it in some salt so that I can have some salt on my radishes. An esreg, a radish, or an egg. If not for their outer shells. Now Rashi explains the egg. We're not talking about the white hard shell. We're talking about the egg white. Okay? That if not for the egg white... That these things, that their, their shell, that the, what's in the fruit, so let's say that what he's saying is that the egg yolk would not be able to be properly digested if not for the fact that it had egg whites. Nobody came and said a sweeping statement. No person ever drowned in the Dead Sea. Amar Sadaim is uh, backwards, and your words are backwards. Your statement is backwards. What does that mean? You're saying, I have a big sweeping statement to make. A person never drowned in, in Sadaim. So you want to say a board? A board did? What do you mean a person? Nothing ever, nothing ever drowned because everything floats. So therefore, nothing could have ever drowned. So I'm going to buy it. Let me buy a comment. Let me buy. People have actually drowned in the Dead Sea. Really? Nature changed. No, I'm saying. Fire. No, drowned. The name is the Dead Sea. So it's funny how nobody died in the Dead Sea. Okay. I'm going to buy a comment. Let me buy that a plank. If you had a plank, that would float in any water, not the Dead Sea. That he's basically saying, he didn't have a problem with what he said, he just had a problem with the way he said it. Like, oh, a person, only a person never, no, what we're saying is even, you should have said even a person never drowned in the Yamas today. What is an Afkamina? He said to him, now we're going to launch into the Sigya of washing your eyes. Are you allowed to wash so salt water is good for your eyes? Are you allowed to wash, right? We have a problem here. You're not allowed to do something that is outwardly Misham Rafua on Shabbos. So I'm going to wash my face, my wash my eyes from this Yamas Sadaim. Is that going to be a problem or not? But you're saying the, the premise is that it's good to put the salt water in your eyes? Yeah, that it heals. It could heal something. Okay, I'm really shop your dummy. He says you can, you can wash with, you can wash with uh, salt water. So, what about opening and closing your eyes? Amar right? Because now when you open and close your eyes purposely, 
Now you're showing, I'm not just washing my face with it, now you're showing you really want it to heal. So now it's, it's nearer that it's for Rafua, so that would be a bigger issue. I never heard that specific one. However, I heard a, I heard a different um, memra, that when it's muhaf, that it's for Rafua, it's going to be also. That I heard, um, I heard the following, okay, um, that was said, Mishmei Davua Deshmuel Vilevi Omrin. So there were two memories said, one by, one by Avua Deshmuel and one by Levi. Chad Omar Yayim Sechayayin Aser. One said that, that um, putting wine in the eye is Aser. So we wanted to know about salt, but now we're going to discuss wine. So one said putting wine in the eye is Aser, but Agav Ayin is going to be Mutter. So wine could also heal. Okay, that putting thick spit on the eye, right? So I can understand if I had, let's say, a piece of dirt in my eye, I could wash it out with wine. That would sort of make sense. But to put nobody put with nobody would put thick spit on their eye. So that's going to be usher even to put on top of the eye. Wine is only usher to put in the eye, but on top of the eye, wine would be fine. But right tovel, so thick spit would be usher. Tistayim, so the Gemara wants to know. So we had, so we're saying that Zulay Shamati, I see that Yayim, you asked me about, uh, about the, the water from the Mesodim. That I don't know, but I do know about Yayim. Now, by the way, these two, there's two members here. We said one is from Shmuel, Abu Adishmuel, and one is from Levi. So the Gemara wants to prove now, Tistayim, Abu Adishmuel, Hudam, Yayim, Sechayayim, Ha'ayin, Aser, that it's Abu Adishmuel who holds that wine inside the eye is going to be Aser, but Agava Ayin Motor, just to put it on top, is going to be Motor. Me the Amr Shmuel, since Shmuel said, Adam pita someone is allowed on Shabbos to dip his bread in wine, and put it on his eye. So, that's Shmuel said that. Shmuel said, you can take your bread, dip it in wine, and put it on your eye. Now, where did Shmuel hear this from? He must have heard it from his father. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? That is no raya. Shmuel also says that right tuffle can't go on top of the eye. You want to also tell me because it's Shmuel, he must have heard it from his father. So then we said there's two memras, one in regards to wine, one in regards to Reg Tafel, one was said by Gut Shmuel, one was said by Levi. Shmuel said them both over. So you can't bring me a riot that anyone was said from Shmuel, that, that, that anyone was specifically Dabu the Shmuel, because Shmuel heard both of them. So he heard one from his father, he heard one from Levi. And the Layadin and Aime Bayo Haime Levi, he didn't know which one was from his father and which one was from Levi. Fine. Amarmar. Amarmar, up farmer Shmuel, Shara Adam. A person can take an eye patch and dunk it in the water on Erev Shabbos. And put it on your eye on Shabbos. Okay? It's not enough. Again, we're talking about, again, areas or right, different shades of what is can be considered usr or refu or not. This, since you, 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 you dunked it in before Shabbos, will allow you to put it on on Shabbos. He saw that he had an eye salve on or something, and he was blinking his eyes. And we said blinking is a problem. That's for sure not much. Yeah, you can put the eye salve on, but you may not blink your eyes open and close. That's too much refuel. So Rabbiana said to Mar Ukva, send us, send us one of your famous eye patches. So Mar Shmuel said to him, I'm going to send you one of my eye uh, salves over here. 
my magic eye uh, medicine. So you don't say I'm stingy and I don't want to share my stuff with you. By the way, you should just know. Refer to the Stevie Wonder. Okay. However, you should just know that Shmuel holds Toiva Tipas Tsoinein Shachris, Bechitzis Mayim Ragayim Bacham and Arbis, that you're better off washing your, washing, your, washing your face, right? Washing your eyes out with cold water, okay, in the morning. And Bechitzis Yadayim Ragayim, washing your hands and feet. In hot water on Arvis, they do more for you than all eye salves and eye patches. That it's better to wash, better than all the eye patches and eye salves is washing with cold water in the morning and washing in the evening with hot water. He would say that before Natiyas Yadayim, Yad la'ayin, if you touch your eye with your hands before you, did, you wash negovas or tiktsites, should be cut off. Okay, it's really, really destructive. And Rashi says tiktsites so that you won't do it again. Yad la'ayin, it's worth it to amputate your arm so as not to do this again. Yad la'ayin, putting your hand in your nose before negovas or tiktsites should also be cut off, very dangerous. Yad bag, your hand in your mouth tiktsites. Yad la'ayin, in your ear tiktsites. Yad la'chasuda tiktsites, that if you put your hand on the, the needle, so the blood let, where the blood letters needle, needle used to be, there was a hole there, right? They, they, they did the injection, so that you should also tiktsais, right? It's very dangerous, the ruach ruach can get in all these areas. Yad la'ama tiktsais, putting your, your hands on one's privates, should cut your hand off. Now, this is not for ruach ra, this is for carry purposes. Yad la'piatabas tiktsais, if you put it, on your rear, that you should also, right, the ruach ra, that is a ruach ra issue. Yeah, the gigos tiktsais, if you put it uh, in, in a barrel, right, that you're going to drink from, also it's very, very damaging. The ruach ra can get in there. Yad nesama, putting your hand on your eye, in your eye, before you wash negovasar will blind you. Yad marcheshes, putting your hand in your ear will, will, will make you deaf. Yad mila polypius, if you put your hand um, on, your, on your nose, okay, or on your mouth, it will cause uh, halitosis, so it'll cause it to smell. That what is this shade? This shade is called Baschirin. This Ruach Ra is called, that's the name of the shade, is Baschirin. And it's very, very particular that if you don't want to get damage from it, it's going to be particular until you wash Yadav Gimel Pamim. Okay? One last thing, Rabbi Yechanan, Poich Ma'avir Basmelech. Mascara has the ability putting on the eye uh, liner, right, or mascara, can get rid of the, the shade basmelech, who plays it as a dimma. Mascara is also good because it stops the crying. It makes your eyelashes look voluminous, that you have a lot of hair. That putting on this eyeliner or mascara can get rid of the shade basmelech. So we see it has all of these benefits. So not a quick... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry I had to go so fast today. There's just so much to cover. Just one of those. I think tomorrow's is the fun one. I'm not sure. It is? Oh. <laughs> well, someone went ahead. There you go. Okay, so we started, we said that if you have a chayan oif in your rishos, I sent out a, I sent out a little summary, I do a summary after, I can add you to the WhatsApp, if you'd like. So, chayan um, oif, 
that it's in your rishos. If you trap them, you're going to be potter because the chay and oif in your rishos, they're already trapped, right? They're already in your house. If you're chayvel, you're going to be chayiv because their skin is considered skin. Rav Huna said we can write tefillin on the parchment of an oif, okay? That's, that it, we're saying that it's, it's considered skin, okay? Even though, what's the chiddush? We asked what the chiddush was. Even though it has holes, it's still going to be considered parchment that, um, since the ink can cover over the holes. We asked Rav Nachman, what about to write tefillin on the skin of a fish? Okay, and we did not answer it. We wanted to know, right? We said, we said that what was the, what was the kasha? The kasha was in Pasak Zuama or not, right? If the smell of the fish goes away or, you know, enough to be able to write phone on it. We had the mice of Shmuel and Karna when Rav came, okay? And he asked, what, how did that story wrap in? Because of the tefillin of the Arbahemit Tehema of Tehira. He said, it's only Mota Berficha. Right, and he asked the kasha Danida Adam, where's the Makamila? So we got into a discussion about that. And then we said the Tanarban, you can write fill in on Arbehema, Chai and Vela Trefa Tahoira, but Tamea no. And then the story with the Baisusi and Rishua. Okay, we said that when we discussed the Malacha Ma'abed and then eye patches. So the Malacha Ma'abed, we discussed that you can't make fish brine according to the Chaman, but you can make a small amount of salt water to dip your bread into. Rabbi said, no, small amount, large amount is going to be usher. Um Okay, it's it's a issue issue of ma'abed of the you know working the leather, <clears throat> but we said you can put you can you are able to effectively have this saltwater dip by putting uh, oil either into the salt or the water before you mix the water and salt together. Okay, we said that you cannot make azin, you can't make strong salt water. What does that mean? That it's two thirds salt, one third mayim. In regards to radishes, we had a machlekes whether only radishes are us or <clears throat> or is Beya um, Usr as well, right? We said that the radish gets changed through the salt. And the Rav Nachman, um, he, originally he thought he was allowed to, but then he would not, um, he would not um, salt his uh, paglo, his, his radishes also, or, um, right? Okay, and then we said the esrog, if we, we, so this is a simon, we said esrog, that if it, esrog and Beya and all these things, if they n- did not have uh, klipa, they would never, uh, exit the body. They would stay in forever. Okay. Um, we discussed Yama de Sadaim. We said you're allowed to wash. So we, we, we were talking about Yama de Sadaim because we got to salt water. So we went into how about washing from it on Shabbos to heal your eyes. Um, we said that to wash from it, you're allowed, but to open and close your eyes, that is with the water, with the waters of the Dead Sea, that is valuable for and that's going to be usr. Avuad the Shul and Levi, we said, we, we discussed it with two members, one in regards to wine, which we said you're allowed to put on your eye, but not in your eye. And Reg Tuffle, which we said you're not allowed to put even on your eye. We did say, however, that you are allowed to share a kilur in an eye patch and put it on your, from before Shabbos, you can soak it and then put it on your eye on Shabbos. And we said that, but you know what's better than all that? What's better than a kilur is washing your, um, right, tipa shachris, washing with some cold water and shachris or washing your hands and feet, arvis. Okay, and then we discussed what happens if one, how, da- how harmful, um, how harmful not washing the Yadayim is. Okay, and we said that, uh, you know, it can cause ruach ra, okay, and you have to wash three times to get rid of this problem, the ruach ra, um, you know, the bad smell, and, and the fact that the shading can come into your body, and Rabbi um, Yechanan had this novel idea that mascara is able to get rid of this shade.